0: set free red button
1: Now,
2: are you sitting comfortably?
1: Good. Then we'll begin.
2: Hello and welcome to Box 39 Red Button, our later evening conversation show live here from the mighty Studio One in the most magnificent Colm Radio Towers. And I'm Bill Lawrence. With me this evening is our special guest, Patrick Minder, who's the owner of the Lexton Crown in Colchester. Dad, husband, and skier, and originally from Switzerland. So, hello, Patrick. Hello,
3: Um, how are you doing, Bill? Are you okay?
2: I'm very well. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, we've just heard your first choice of music, because one of the things we ask you to do on this show is to choose some bits of music for the show. And uh, we heard Suspicious Minds by the Fine Young Cannibals. Why did you choose that for us?
3: Oh, it's a, it's a great tune. It does it does take me right back to my childhood. Uh, obviously, from Switzerland, we haven't got such a sophisticated palette of popular music like the English people do. Me and my, uh, my late mother used to listen to Elvis, his kind of music, and obviously Suspicious Minds, a uh, great tune. Great song, and if I know Cannibals, I thought they did a great job with did Memories of my uh, mother and uh, family.
2: Wonderful. Uh, well, looking forward to your other choices as well. So, thank you very much. Now, I mentioned you're the owner of the Lexton Crown in Colchester. For those people who don't know the Lexton Crown, those are listeners, how could you best describe the Lexton Crown?
3: Right. So, we took the Lexton Crown on uh, 10, 10 uh, 11 years ago now. And we're best described as a 17th century pub uh, with bistro food in in uh, about a mile away from the town centre. We've got a nice little picture where we're at the end of the tram line in 1910 in Colchester. So we're we're sort of at the very end of the Lexton Road uh, on the top of the hill on the right hand side as you come out of town. We are open seven days a week. We do lunches. We do dinners. We all uh, uh, we we do have people here that obviously just drink here and uh, socialize with with friends. Uh, but predominantly, our our regulars or our customers they also choose to eat here. And uh, on Sundays, we're very busy with, with you know we do traditional food Sunday lunches.
2: One uh, of the food. things you've got is a wonderful garden, isn't it? A wonderful walled yes. garden.
3: All garden area. Yeah. We, we've uh, we've got a wall garden there, which has been absolutely superb, especially the last twelve months. But um, it's always been a bit of a jewel. We never really understood when we first got here because we knew the pub, but we never understood why we were always busy when it rained and we were never that busy when the sun was out. So people didn't really know about the garden, and so we had to turn that round. and And I think it's um, it's uh, you know especially for drinking as well. It's a it's a summer you know it's a it's a sun trap. and it's a, uh, it's not a huge but it's just it's just the right size to be fair. So
2: and it's yeah. a it's a beautiful garden as well as old Victorian red brick walled garden, yes. isn't it? Now, how did you end up managing and owning the Lexton Crown? What, what's your background to uh, to this business? The
3: background is so that we, my wife and I, we're both chefs uh, by trade. We we actually met in Zurich. Uh, I first, uh, this is a bit of a, uh, a funny story, but I first saw uh, my wife in a in a in a magazine, and that is a catering magazine. Before you think anything else, <laughs> but she she won a competition in Ipswich, and I somehow got to see through a friend in Zurich. I got to see the uh, the magazine with a picture of her there, and I uh, said, "Oh, this is uh, um, Joanna. She's coming from Colchester, and she's going to be working with us." So she then uh, came to work with us and and the rest is history pretty much. But we obviously travelled around a fair bit and and the music will show that a little bit to the stints we went to. We we, we sort of had a bit of a nomad life and we worked around uh, Europe and um, and then in the end come back to Colchester and we had an opportunity in the Colchester Town Centre which brought us uh, our first business uh, as the, the lemon tree in, in in Colchester in '97 we opened there, so the, what was now the Lexham Grand we we obviously were there ten years ago, and um and that was our second step. We always liked we always liked that place or the place here. We fr- frequented it when we were working in the town centre uh, at the Lemon Tree. So um yeah that's that's um, that's how it sort of happened, gradual cool. progression.
2: Yeah, so you've you've got quite a complicated job description, really, haven't you? you? You you've got to manage a pub, you've got to manage uh, a business, and you're a chef as well. So, do you combine all of those? And w- and which one would you prefer? What do you prefer?
3: Yeah, well, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd want to be the chef um, um, most days, all days, to be
0: honest.
3: <laughs> 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 I, this is something I thoroughly enjoy is something, uh, you know, we didn't, uh, it's a real, it's a real uh, A team effort. It's a real exciting job, really, in some ways. It's really, it's hard work and sometimes things don't go right and it's difficult. However, when you, once you've got the right team together, it's it's a great, um, It's you know, I sort of, compartmentalise the, the brain a little bit and just say right now I've got to put that business head on and I've got to just think about this. I can't be thinking about filling steak and nice sauces and, and and nice chips or or potato dishes. I need to actually, you know, pay the bills or the wages yeah. and, 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 and get my head together and do that right. And um so there is that creative side of things. Which obviously is not just the kitchen; it's also the restaurant and the front of house, the bar area. How we service, uh, how our service runs, and that, and uh, as well as 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 the uh, the back, the the other side, which which is the financial, um, aspect, the tax, the finance, uh, the planning ahead, um, all all of those, the nuts and bolts, the red tape, uh, trying to trying to you know get get along with that as well. So it's um that's kind of it's trying to get that time right and trying to get that timing right and, and, and spend enough time on each bit
2: well we're going to talk about various bits and pieces of, of, of those uh, aspects of your career but f- uh, next we're going to listen to another piece of music and your second music choice is by the stranglers and it's a song called golden brown so what does that song mean to you
3: Again, it takes us back to when I first met my wife, and we were in Zurich, and um, we actually went to see the Stranglers live. Um, uh, obviously, I've had to I've had to pull my wife along; she didn't really want to go. But um, it's uh, it's one of them gigs I remember so well. We turned up in this in this hall in Zurich, and I guess the Stranglers were on a European tour, and and they sort of had one or two stops in Zurich, and we were absolutely With the right place at the right time. Yeah, it takes us right back to a very, very nice time.
0: Golden brown, texture like sun, lays me down with my mind, she runs throughout the night. No need to fight. Temptress Through the ages She's heading west From far away Stays for a day Never a frown
1: With gold
2: Red Button,
4: the later evening conversation
2: show, with special guest this week, Patrick Minder. So, welcome back to Box Thirty Nine, Red Button. I'm Bill Lawrence, and our special guest tonight is Patrick Minder, who runs the Lexton Crown in uh, Colchester, uh, chef, businessman, and uh, Patrick. And we all are aware, of course, that uh, life has been a bit unusual over the last few months. In fact, the last year. So what was it like running a pub in March 2020 with a global pandemic? What happened?
3: A bit unusual. That's probably why you're on the radio and I'm not. I wouldn't probably call it that. But um, <laughs> uh, I've got a fair few um, words to describe last 12 months. I mean, I do try and tell people it's a little bit like you're on that roller coaster. And the seat belts on and, and then all of a sudden someone says, Oh, the brakes aren't working either. So we're gonna stay on it for a little while longer, and you'd rather get off and just get off the ground, uh, onto the ground rather. So it's um I will have to go back a little bit further. I've actually one of my passions, as I said before, was um skiing, and I've just come back from a ski trip, not far from the uh uh, I was in Austria but not far from the Italian border, the northern northern Italy, which obviously come apparent a bit later on, at the end of um, at the end of January. And I was really unwell. I went with a few friends of mine and I missed dinner and they said, Clearly Patrick isn't well, he's missed dinner <laughs> as well as going out to watch the football after the skiing. So um, I, I, I had to come back home. I dreaded the journey home, but that was fine. And uh, went into I went into hospital three times. At the third time, they kept me there for uh, for a good two weeks. And uh, I had pneumonia in both lungs. So I never got diagnosed um, the virus because I was early on. No one. We sort of all well, the the story goes really that um, I then had a huge amount of time recovering and working um you know, listening to the radio or, or watching the television on the news and things. And that really was um was the, the, the um I saw it unvolve in front of my eyes. And when I was ready to go back to work, I, I, I knew this is this isn't you know, this isn't this is not something that just the Italians are gonna get because they drink a lot of olive oil and they're really old and things and the Brits are stronger and harder and everything else and we're not gonna get it. So we, we we got ourselves together, Joe and I, uh, we had one of them board meetings and we said like we need to take away something that we wanted to do for some time. And uh, it's really, um, and, and we got pushed into it, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. And we, it, it was the week up to uh, Mother's Day a year ago where uh, we thought the Prime Minister, is he going to let us have Mother's Day or not? I'm not sure. And he never did. So on Friday, he closed the stand at five o'clock um, in the afternoon. He announced it be closed down for eleven o'clock. We still had a hundred people booked for Mother's Day. They obviously all frankly phoned up and said what's going on and this and that. And um, so we 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 pretty much did. Um, we did um, we did takeaway from then on for everyone. Uh, uh, definitely Mother's Day was was huge. we we we, we had about two two chicken breasts left and, and, and four roast potatoes and we just all stood there looked at each other going what what just happened there it was just immense. i mean the car park was just a hive of activity of people coming in and out and no one you know they sort of hugging each other going oh what's happened and what we're going to hurt and then the next week they didn't want to put the pin number in to the credit card terminal anymore. i said oh you gave me a hug last week what's happened <laughs> and 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 people slowly, slowly educating you know, them through 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 the media, just got to more and more. Oh, we can't. We need social distancing. We need this. We need. We we can't. You know, I touch my credit card, then I touch the pin, and then he goes off to someone else. And and, and they just uh, it just dawned on everyone within a short period of time. There uh, at the big, at the end of March it was, and so we went into uh, what well, I think I believe well, it was the first lockdown for about three three months or so. And, and and it was just and it went on from there. To be fair, so we 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 um we take away that's just taken over the minute we got shut down, we reverted to takeaways, and I've got some you know I've got some great stories there where people just they said oh can I ring you more than once a week is that all right or can I because you know I'm I'm looking after my my wife she's not well but the carer's obviously not there anymore i I I don't actually sleep I have to turn my wife every half hour. In the middle of the night so they were there were absolutely there's some really desperate scenes there
2: yeah
3: and i said he said to me patrick and I, I can cook but you wouldn't want to eat it so i'm absolutely delighted that you're giving me some <laughs> meals throughout the week and 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 we've uh, a lot of elderly people who were just they were just alone all of a sudden no one no one there to to visit you know the relatives were somewhere else they're not local so it was, it was quite a, it was a journey, a real journey in terms of you got to know people on a different level.
2: They and used to come here
3: and, and, and then go home and, um, well, you know, we, we went to their home. And and. Um,
2: yeah. and your business and, model, presumably, it, it turned on its head. Um, you know, life became uh serving, serving takeaway. That was it. No one indoors. And that's it's only it. just changing. And,
3: you know, people said to me, oh, you've done well and you've done this. And, you know, I mean, it was, we are, again, we are in a very good position here. We are not quite in the town centre. We're surrounded by people living here. You know, we've had a lot of people they didn't go to London to to work. And so they're they're at home all the time. And uh, it's it's just a mix of people as well. We've got a lot of new builds in Colchester, a lot of young families, We've you know, at the at the very first the very first lockdown. I mean we were pretty much on our own. I mean McDonald's wasn't open. Um and and all the big guys there just shot that it was a real shock. They didn't actually know you know, and we kind of obviously we've got only the one place, so we can adapt so easily, we can take a decision at one and a quarter past that's that's ready to go. You know, I've got to applaud the team I've had all throughout the, the year. It's just they've they've been Amends. They've just, I've said, look, we need to do this. And then they go, all right, how are we going to do it? Are we going to do this, this, and this?
2: Now, your third piece of music, Patrick, is With or Without You by U2. What's the story behind that one?
3: It's a big hit in, in uh, I want to say, the late 80s, which, again, takes us back to to, to my, uh, my wife's and my youth. saw so them in, in in Basel open air and that was just that was immense Uh, it just I remember it like it was yesterday and it was just I think you two at that time just unbeatable they were just a great band
4: in your side, I'll wait for you, Slight of hand and twist of fate,
2: on a bed
4: of nails she makes me wait, and I wait without you.
2: me every tuesday evening at eight and sunday night at ten for my big bag of onions the unique radio program of original hundred word stories written by our listeners interspersed with undeservedly unfamiliar and gorgeous music and in this series of bill's big bag of onions each week we present our ongoing tale from colchester to sulawesi the dramatized true story of the phil and who left their safe life in Colchester to risk everything in the unknown and beautiful jungle wilderness of Southeast Asia. That's Bill's Big Bag of Onions with me, Bill Lawrence, here on Colm Radio.
4: First of all, we gotta get rid of the part that makes you cry. Right where the roots come out,
2: there's like a little bulb inside there, and it contains all this gas, and once the gas is released, that causes you to cry. So what you need to do is we gotta cut that out as a whole. So take your paring knife, and you're gonna cut about one-third the diameter of the entire onion. You're gonna come through here
4: like this, and you kinda come at an angle. It's gonna be kind of a cone shape. You're gonna cut yourself a circle.
2: Be real careful, take this slow, and you're gonna do about a third of the onion deep. This should contain the entire bulb of the onion. Okay, and it should lift out in a whole piece here. The way you can tell that you've done it correctly is it should look like that. That's
4: the bulb right there. Now, do not put this in the garbage disposal. You're gonna throw this directly into the trash and you'll be done with it. Listening to Colm Radio on 106.6 FM, and this is Red Button.
2: So, welcome back to Red Button, and this is our later evening conversation show coming from 106.6 FM, Colm Radio. I'm with Patrick Minder, owner of the Lexton Crown in Colchester, and we're talking about uh, pubs, pubs in our community. But before we do that, Patrick, we heard another piece of music from you, we heard Back to Life from soul to soul why did you choose that
3: okay this this tune um is, uh, is it, it was uh, i i was 19 i finished my apprenticeship uh in zurich in switzerland and i i thought uh, i i really wanted to go obviously already uh knew joanna uh from england and we we decided to go and work in london um it was just before the gulf war actually when it all when it when when that all happened and and um, soul to soul, there was just it was quite a hip, uh, hip um, um, uh, time. It um, um so different to what London is like now. So different, but it was just we we loved it. We had a great time. We we worked we worked uh, super hard. We didn't. Um, I was working at the uh, Intercontinental on Hyde Park as as second chef. I mean, that title doesn't even exist now. But, um you know, and we did get a lot of money. It was quite tough getting through it all, um, but um yeah that, that that gets me back to that time. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Okay, thank you for that. Now, let's move to this time to twenty twenty one and you sort of alluded this before the the pandemic has changed the role of the pub and changed your role as uh as an owner uh, of a pub. What, what really is is the place of the pub? Um, in our community today,
3: like we, 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 with what just happened, I mean that was that was a hum a humbling experience, a humbling journey, a humble journey going going through helping uh, people with with you with our takeaways and our our, our, our deliveries um, for people um, for big celebrations when you really couldn't do anything else. Uh, circumstances um, where where people are uh, super desperate in terms of they they normally have carers in to do some of the work and and they haven't had any of that it was it was it was tough for some people and I love I love pubs I of uh, you know that's actually one of the first. One of the first sentences we learn in English uh, in Switzerland is, you know, the, the the red line around the corner. I remember it like it was yesterday. So we kind of these these are the sentences you you learn as a as a as a kid in school in Switzerland, and um, and, and and it's a real it's a real. There are so many different facets to a pub now. Uh, and, and and the community aspect of it, you know, and, and and I think we just need to wherever you are in your in your community, what, whatever position you're in, what sort of community you're in, you have to find your you have to find your 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 feet, and you have to find your you know what what really goes well for your people. I mean, like I said earlier, we're a mile out of town, so it's 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 um, it's you know we don't really get the town. Uh, as much in terms of community we still have uh, you know post office we still have but, you know we can go to the bank and and, and, and things so it's not we're, we're in the middle of really nothing and, and you also become a shop and you become a post office and you become that sort of thing so it it, it does it does vary from, from your you know location to location
2: Did you think it would matter if pubs closed? You know a, a, People could get their food and drink from Sainsbury's, but you must—you're more than just a provider of food and drink, aren't you?
3: Well, yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's, you know i know—I've—I've. This is we we I see that with my with my family. Uh, you know, when the chances of us for getting together and and actually putting the phone down for a moment and having a conversation is 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 it, it very rarely happens at home. Or, or you know, it is something that happens, in restaurant or in a pub, or, or 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 out and about, and and I think that's that's what people have been missing, like you know, sort of meeting meeting friends, meeting um people, meeting relatives, and 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 we give them just that 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 platform where or that that, that table that space where they can just sit there and they order some food and they order some wine and it arrives and and, and they can just fully focus on each other and just sort of how are you, how are you doing and what's happening and, and it's just you know, we've we've seen that the the mental health things just sort of come about with the last year with people stuck at home. And you think, you know, we all got a reasonably good home, or most people have compared to other parts of the world. But still, we kind of need to be going out and talk to other people.
2: Yeah, it's a it is a wonderful thing, isn't it? A pub, and uh, you know, it's particularly at the time at, at this time, it's it's really come into its own. And uh, I think uh, quite rightly, as you say, things will change. We're not going to go back. We we are moving forward as 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 a community, and the and the pub will you, you will have taken a lot from the last year.
3: It was just, uh, yeah. We were just, yeah, we've, we've, um, yeah, we've, we're moving forward all the time. We've, we've had to embrace various, uh, challenges, uh, it made us stronger to go forward. It made us look at it differently. Um, and, and it's just, you know, being able to adapt again to the different, uh, well, we've had as well with, 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 um, Again, we we're not really fully sure what's gonna happen at the other end. Who who, you know, in terms of our market, who what what, what pubs will open again, what restaurant chains will open again, uh uh fully on the seventeenth of May. We, we we don't know that yet, so we'd have to text up then and see how, how that goes forward.
2: Okay, let's uh move on to your fifth piece of music from Edith Piaf. And it's "Je Ne Regrette Rien." Yeah. So, why have you chosen that?
3: Well, this is a title for you. I always loved loved Paris, and uh, and again, obviously, I want it, I want it written on my uh, grave, gravestone, I guess, at one point that I've actually lived a life and I've not regretted.
1: be. Les chagrins, mes plaisirs je n'ai plus besoin de balayer les amours avec leur drémolo balayer pour toujours je repars à zéro be
4: Because the lady loves Box 39 with its unique and distinctive blend of music, chat, guests humour
2: What's your favourite island in? Ozy. Ozy Island, is nice isn't it? Nice and small. I used to walk past it. My favourite's Love Island.
4: Box 39 Thursdays at 8pm on Cole Radio.
2: Red Button, the later evening conversation show with special guest this week Patrick Minder. So, welcome back to Red Button. I'm Bill Lawrence, and I'm still with Patrick Minder, owner of the Lexton Crown in Colchester. And we heard his, sec- uh, his sixth choice of music, which was by R.E.M., and it's called Losing My Religion. Patrick, why did you choose that for us?
3: Now this uh, this song, uh, of, of, of the band as well, uh, it, it sort of takes us back to the time when um, we uh, uh, went to what I call my French... French part of, of life where we um, took up jobs, my wife and I took up job, took up jobs in, in, in the French-speaking part of Switzerland um, uh, on the shore of Lake Geneva and there's a, a little story there that people come through the tunnel in a train from the German-speaking part into the French-speaking part and they get out of the other side of the tunnel and the French Alps are right in front of you Lake Geneva, it's a huge lake. It's it's just in front of you, normally glittering in 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 beautiful sunshine, and you just come. You on either side of you, there is loads of um, vineyards and 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 small uh, small villages, and and that's sort of the time when people don't want to turn back, and they say we're going to stay here forever. So you've got people like Charlie Chaplin, Freddie Mercury, and 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 they have all uh, Phil Collins lives there. They've all decided to to stay there. It, is, it was beautiful. We we loved it there. We had a really lovely time, and um, it takes us back to that time, really.
2: What sort of trends exist in eating and drinking now? What what are people enjoying most at the moment?
3: What definitely is happening is that people are are um, they definitely cooking less. People just can't. You no, know, they can't have. To, they don't have the time to 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 um, cook or you know some people do that really well as a hobby and that kind of thing but they're definitely the minority so what we found is uh, through takeaway we've been doing there is a whole market out there that will just um, order food people who do something quite specialised they do that really well and they do that with with all the social media backed up with the social media takeaway eating in whatever it is I mean Street food is definitely something that will that will sort of be going quite strong, you know, the mobility of taking your business from some place to another place just in case it does work out. You're only doing two or three things, but you do them really well and, and, and choose to go there and have that.
2: Do you see any changes or in the demand for, for what people have from what you provide? Are you, have you changed your food over the last 10 years?
3: One a good friend of mine, um, uh, Matthew at uh, Amabox, He he's a local company, superb company. They they um they build uh, pizza ovens, uh, wood-fired pizza ovens. And he said to me, "So, Patrick, you need one of them pizza ovens in your garden, right? It's going to transform you what you're doing because obviously you know your villa steak, your sea bass, and and all of that stuff is really nice, but it just." The products get dearer and dearer, and you can't you know you can't just go up in price as well from from a customer's perspective, so it's really um he said you know, do the Peters as a sideline we see that up and down the country, it will work really well for you, and we all know peters you know it's once you've got the hang of it if of 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 how to work it, how to do it all um you know it's it's uh it's a quite an inexpensive way, kids like it, family like it, you know. Again, it works for takeaways, so that's what we've been doing. We've we've ventured out um, last summer into into that side of things of a bowl of rice, and then you need to feed a family of four on it for I don't know how long. And it's just you know we are so wasteful sometimes. I mean I I train that in our chefs all the time. They they cut you know they peel their carrots and they cut a third off at the top and a third off down the bottom, and then you've got a third left. You think you gonna It's just um, Gotta take care of it and, and, and actually buy the stuff we need and sell it and and make it really, you know, but make it a nice product. And and then people enjoy it as well.
2: So let's listen to your seventh, your penultimate piece of music by Eros Ramazotti, And it's called Adesso Two.
3: Oh that that's, that reminds me of um of my cousin um Actually, the husband of my uh, cousin, who is, uh, who is Italian, descent, uh, from Florence. And um, it's, it just, he was quite, um, when we had the lemon tree in the town centre, so this is in the late 90s, and we brought Mediterranean food into Colchester and just thought, you know, this is what we're going to do. Uh, he helped us quite a lot with websites and things with, you know, that's another thing no one really heard of at that time and and, um, and I sort of tribute to him really because um, I love that tune I don't, I don't really understand I speak a little bit of Italian but not enough to understand it all but it's, I hope uh, your listeners will enjoy
4: this bordi di periferia Dove tra non vanno avanti più Dove l'aria è popolare, è più facile sognare, che guardare in faccia la realtà. Quanta gente giovane va e a cercare più. forse perché puoi presi a nessuno li ha mai resi e dentro fanno male ancora di più ed ho imparato che nella vita nessuno mai ci dà di più ma quanto fiato Quanta salita, andare avanti, senza voltarsi mai, e ci sono ancora là e ci si trova sempre più soli a questa età non sai non ma quante corse ma quanti voli andare avanti senza arrivare mai E te sair A dação been asked to read this you're listening to red button on
3: cold you're listening to red button on cold radio
2: so this has been box 39 red button our later evening conversation live from studio one here on Coln radio 106.6 fm and i'm bill lawrence and we've had a really really interesting conversation with patrick minder owner of the lexton crown here in colchester so patrick uh, at the end of our conversation, it's, it is almost impossible to know where the pub industry will be in the future um, because of, it's been such a difficult year. But uh, it has been a year in which the government can certainly take notice of, of what pubs have been doing. And uh, you maybe have more involvement with pubs, uh, with, with government rather, than you had before. So what is the future, do you think, uh, in, in, in that area of the work that you do?
3: I think um, really good point there, uh, Bill. Because I, uh, I mean, you know, what what's it going to be like in a year, five years, or fifteen years' time? It's just so we're 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 still uh, we're still trying to get out of um, what's just happened, uh, taking stock. You know, we see that with the school children don't really know what the effect has been with with the schools not being open for the majority of the kids. So. It's 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 going to be it's going to remain remain to be seen um, further down the line. I do feel like, uh, like I said alluded down the um, the government's been um, we've obviously been at the forefront of you know when the government tells you to close your business within about five hours notice you know a, a day which is a tough uh, bill to swallow but they've also stepped up and they've realised that we employ. A lot we give a lot of people their first job, and we employ people from predominantly from fifteen to say you know mid twenties uh early thirties so uh we that's that's our workforce and and as a countrywide sort of looking at it countrywide it's an important you know these people rather be out working for the government rather than uh sitting at home not doing anything so uh, it's definitely um, they've they've realised that plus with the, the added of what we bring to the table you know I mean people sort of go about the binge drinking and the trouble some of the times that goes on with, with night time economy I mean I'd obviously I don't see that as much uh, in an establishment like what we are outside the town you know we have families we have a normal we have a different clientele of yeah, I, I wouldn't. You know, I don't know why we actually have to serve people when they appear to be drunk. They've had enough. Tell them to go home and and, and leave it alone. And, and then we don't need to have the added problems that sometimes is associated with our industry. Um, but um, government's been been strong. Uh, it'd be good. It'd be good actually for us. You know, devil's call of a uh, hospitality minister. Uh, in these times, there was there's call of us being more involved. We we um, we have the highest at 20% VAT. We have the highest VAT rate in Europe on 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 um, hospitality, which you know Italy, France, uh, Germany, and Spain, they're all lowered their VAT rate for hospitality to get tourism uh, promoted. You know. Like, England is a beautiful country, I don't know why we're not we're promoting ourselves more to stay in England and, and have a beach holiday in England or a mountain walking holiday in the Lake District and Cornwall is beautiful and the coast here is beautiful, you know, so we we potentially could do more in order to promote ourselves more as, as, a, as a country.
2: Well, let's hope so. Let's hope the future's much better than the last year or so, and let's hope we've uh, everyone including the government and the customers and businesses all move forward, and uh, you know it's all good news from now on. Thank you so much, Patrick, for coming on the show. really appreciate everything you've done and and your time and and the things you've talked about. and we're going to listen Thanks. to one more piece of music from you as we play out. Now, a piece of music by Ella Henderson and Tom Grennan called Let's Go Home Together. So why have you chosen that as your last piece of music?
3: So this is uh, the current piece of music, which um, I listen to with my girls uh, in the car. And uh, and, uh, and and it's, uh, it's two people, two young people, meeting in a the pub. They've had this video shot in a pub, and they were absolutely delighted when they did that because they haven't been to a pub for so long. And this is a bit of a, It calls my inner romance, uh, my inner romantic, I guess, you know, where that's a purpose, is where people meet, where uh, relationships get formed at times, or certainly where, where good times is to be had. And I thought it was a nice, um, a nice way to finish today.
2: Well, thank you so much, Patrick.
3: Great. Thank you. I never
1: have given you a second look but I like the way you don't give a damn You seem like someone I could pick a fight with And dance all night with Maybe you like me the way I am And even though you got bad tattoos And smell like booze, I'm into you And even though you got an attitude Baby, I'm in love A little too much I'm a little bit drunk Feels like I know you so well You could be everything That I've been missing I'm coming out of my shell And I never do that How did you do that? It's like I know you my whole life So We're a little drunk Let's go home together Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: Let's go home together I'm never that good in a crowded room Mm -hmm. But
4: everything stopped when I just saw you You seem like someone I could be myself with No defenses Maybe you like me the way I am Mm
0: -hmm. Even though you talk way too fast I can't stop looking at your face Done. Every time you laugh, baby, I'm in love I'll say a little too much, I'm a little bit young it Feels like I know you so well You could be everything that I've been missing I'm coming out of my shell, i never do that How did you do?
2: Red Button is a Guppy production for Colne
4: Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience.